The Ford F-150 truck helps you get the job done in the smartest way possible. New features like the available Pro Access Tailgate improves access to bed and cargo, including when towing a trailer, so it's easier to load in tight spaces. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Find your local Ford dealer at Ford.com. Pro Access Tailgate available starting spring 2024. See owner's manual for important operating instructions. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast Edition. I'm Tommy Dreamer. He's Mark Henry. And man, we're talking about the new women's tag team champions of the world, Bailey and Sasha Banks. Mark, what do you got? Tommy... This podcast is going to be one of our better ones, being that there were so many new things that happened, and one of which is the women winning the tag team titles, Bailey and Sasha. We're breaking that down. We're also breaking down our opinions of Jeff Hardy and where they're going with Jeff Hardy, and damn it, how you need to be better. Not you, Jeff Hardy, the writers. Well, you just wait and see. What we said on this podcast is going to either get us a lot of love or it's going to get us some heat. But either way, it's something that we're used to on the podcast. And finally, it's the last show before NXT TakeOver in your house. Get it all from me and my tag team partner this morning, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Tommy, I'm excited about TakeOver. Uh, it's in your house which is something that we haven't seen in years and years. And I competed in In Your House, and it was one of my favorite pay-per-views, and now it's back. So tune in to the podcast. This is Tommy Dreamer and Mark Henry, and we will see you down the road. And right off the bat, Mark, we got to talk about we have a new women's tag team champions. Yes, sir. You know what, man? I was so glad that they ended the show with the women's tag because you, you get to see the women be generals. And a lot of times you don't get to see exactly what they are, which is the hottest thing right now. I mean, outside of uh, Randy and, and, and Edge, I don't know if there's another thing that I, I'd like to see at the end of the show than the women doing something where all of them are involved. Absolutely, and I hope it uh, does a very, very good rating. And uh, our new champions are Bailey and Sasha Banks defeating uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. It was a solid, solid match. I thought SmackDown was a tale of two shows. But, yes, that main event was really, really good. And the women work so, so hard. And everybody's working so, so hard. And, Mark, I just wrestled with no fans. It's different, and, and I know – uh, it, it's something to get used to. I like the fact that they have uh, uh, the wrestlers in the crowd kind of at sometimes I feel it's a little forced. 
because yeah. I think the the NXT uh, men and women are, are kind of going over the top. Maybe just you know, like you know how it is to try to earn a spot or just show their enthusiasm. But the women work so so hard. Uh, all four of them. We have new champions, and uh, it's interesting because right after I went and I watched, uh, and I think WWE does an amazing job. So does AEW of social media, and they showed Bailey and Sasha's like post match celebration, taking pictures. And they were so excited and so elated to be the champions. Cause as you know, it's real. It's real when you win a title. I don't know yeah. how you felt when you won your first title, but I mean, Bailey's now a two time champion. And every time you win a title, it's special. It is. And I, I don't understand how somebody could uh, not get well up and get excited when you win a title. Uh, it also validates the fact that the company has faith in you that one, you're going to show up on time two that you're going to be able to carry that load. And three, you're going to make other the show better overall because you're going to elevate the person that you're in the ring with. I just want to know if, what do you think about, is this going to distract Sasha away from the real thing that she wants and that is the the women's championship title. Yeah, you know, it's so, so interesting because for, for so long, they almost, it looked like they kept teasing there was going to be a turn. And they haven't done it. Now that they have the tag titles, is this going to make Sasha happy that she is tag champion while Bailey continues to to roll? I mean, and also holding two titles, that means she's going to be working twice on the shows. There's a lot of ways they're going to go with Bailey. I really, really like the Bailey character, but I really love Bailey and Sasha together. I do too. And and I, I like the gasoline that, that Charlotte was throwing on the, on the fire, you know, just Absolutely. to keep on inciting a riot because, you know, you and I both know that there's always been shit disturbers in pro wrestling and the tease that we never got, I think it's still going to come. I just think that it's, it's going to be a little bit now. Um, we, we just got to wait for it. It's going to come, though. I don't know if we're going to have to wait for the Royal Rumble or if they continue this smart, smart build. Could they take this all the way to WrestleMania as well as maybe all three, a Sasha, a Bailey, a Charlotte, uh, having a three-way for a title could be something uh, down the line plus or put them all together against maybe like a Rhea Ripley or somebody and a somebody get all. There's so many different ways you can go about it. Uh, but also what you said about the ladies uh, and, and wrestling, you know, the other match uh, that was on the card was uh, oh man. I, I forgot their names. I apologize. The other ladies, I don't have my internet. Lace, Lacey oh, Evans and Sonya Deville. Yeah, another. I watched it. I went back and rewatched the match from last week because of how strong you put that match over. And I watched it again. Uh, I watched the rematch last night. And these women are just tearing it up. And you and I came from where the women never got that spot. They would tear yep. it up on live events. They were given short time. And... You and I got to, you know, we were always rooting for the for the women. Now they're getting 
two, three segment matches, main events on, on television because they deserve it because their work rate is so damn good. Yeah. And, and you know what, Dave and I, this whole week and bully, we fussed and fought and scratched at each other about uh, Charlotte because they said that Charlotte was head and shoulders above all, all the women. And we, we all came to the conclusion that Charlotte is the best. And that the the pecking order is what the fans say it is, not exactly what we say it is. We all have our opinions because we're all fans. But at the end of the day, the the people that are uh, tuning in and watching from afar are the ones that I think have the most power as far as making that decision. And at least four or five people that we had come on the show said, Charlotte, Sasha, and then there were some people that said Charlotte, Bailey, you know, like we had a little bit of everything. But I, I, you know what, man, not putting Lacey Evans and being able to have somebody like a Rhea Ripley is, is, it's kind of hard to to put it in order. I I just, I, it's hard for me. I'm an Oscar guy. So Me too. the the matches that Oscar has with Charlotte, the matches that she had with um, with Bailey, like there's, I mean, even the matches that she, that she had uh, with Sasha Banks, like when have you ever seen Oscar have a bad match? She hasn't, and she was undefeated for a long time for a reason. Her and Charlotte uh, had the best in my opinion, pure wrestling match that uh, won WrestleMania. And Asuka, now that she's showing uh, that different personality, I think she's definitely definitely someone who has benefited from the no fans when they basically gave her the microphone and she was talking Japanese and having this over-the-top character. And she got over she got over with her work, but then she showed a different personality. And uh, she's, I'm a I'm one of the biggest Oscar fans. I wanted her to spray Becky when Becky said she was pregnant. Uh, Cause I, I'm just, that's how I, she could have done it. Come on. It wouldn't affected anything. Like what you're hearing. Catch busted open live Monday through Saturday from 9am to noon Eastern on Sirius XM fight nation channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. The last week's segment, I, I had some problems with it. I know you did too. The whole Jeff Hardy, uh, drunk driving segment. I personally did not like it um, for for the fact that this angle has been done a couple of times. They did it with Road Warrior Hawk. They did it with a few uh, other people in WCW. And man, there's no there's no big payoff when you when Jake you Roberts. They did oh, yeah. it with Jake Roberts when I first came in. And there's no payoff. There's you know it, you know person's going through some tough times. So to me, somebody's sobriety is is bigger than anything on television i understand why you're doing it uh but there's no the end result has never been anything in professional wrestling and i was happy that they opened up with the explanation and jeff hardy was very very passionate about his promo because you and i both know jeff we have known jeff has always been a great great guy Jeff is two different people in the sense of when Jeff was clean, uh, he is the greatest guy. 
when Jeff was part of his demons, he was still a great guy, but it really wasn't that Jeff Hardy that, you know, we all know. And, and his sobriety means so much to him. And playing on that, I know he signed off on it, but I just feel as writers, you have to be better. And you have to be better for the simple reason we have a show like this. And we talk about this from, from men who and women who've played the game. We also have, for WWE, you have Backstage. You have WWE The Bump. You have all these shows now after Raw where you're letting your talent talk freely and not storyline. So it's almost like they're exposing it. I watched literally the angle go down and then I heard your explanation with CM Punk uh, on backstage and I was like, they're so right. So then it's up to the writer's job to do a better job of this because it's you, no one back, like if Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth weren't married, you don't want to see that behind the scenes, especially on a show on WWE. And now with social media and very few, you know, people are engulfed in their characters or engulfed in their storylines. Uh, it's a different time and a different period, but then you have to adapt as a writer, as someone creative and not go that route. You know that, <clears throat> excuse me, you know that I, I pay respect when somebody does a good job. And when I feel like you're touching the low hanging fruit and that you're just doing what's easy, um, I have a problem with it and I'm, and I'll criticize it because I feel like for the most part, when you pick on something that's as serious as it's, it's okay. Say you had cancer. My mother died of cancer. It's, it's a sensitive issue. You, there's people that have died and suffer from alcoholism and drug abuse. And it's a sensitive issue. If you reference it to the fact that somebody has been struggling with their own personal demons, fine. That's, that's not a problem. But don't revolve the story around the thing that's a sensitive issue because some people don't want to hear it and they're going to turn the channel. And they, I mean, there's, they'll turn to a food show. You know, I love food shows. They'll, they'll turn to something else. And tell me about Jeff Hardy, the guy that now that he's sober, tell me about the guy, what he's doing in his spare time. How is he helping uh, the situation if you're going to use it? Don't use it from the standpoint of, okay, Seamus, poured alcohol all over this crime scene and poured alcohol all over Jeff Hardy and said he was the one that uh, crashed the car. I, I, I just didn't, you know, it was like, who shot JR? Like, I mean, if you're going to do an angle, like make it more elaborate. <laughs> it was, yeah. It would have been so easy to make it throughout the whole show. Who did it? We're also talking like a hit and a hit and run possibly with with Elias, and then to come back and be like Jeff Hardy's going to face Sheamus in a match, like that's it. You you you're supposedly you went to jail. The guy's messing with your sobriety. The guy ran over another wrestler, or that wrestler was in that that car, and you're just going to have a match. This is where you have to go a first blood match. This is where you have to go something friggin vicious as can be yeah uh for a storyline like that if someone's gonna go that 
that hard. Dude, I had the Dudleys break Beulah's neck. You know why? Because she was leaving wrestling and she left wrestling. She did not come back. They played that forever. There's been some heavy, heavy angles done where it's pure hatred towards the person that hurt somebody or hurt you. And to mess with a man's sobriety, to mess, and I get it, it's a TV show and the explanation was great. But that whole, like you said, like uh, there, you know, a, a hit and run or a drunk, a drunk driving hit and run. Like I'm sitting there saying, how you can when send WWE, somebody to jail? Exactly. And how could they do that when they have to worry so much about these political times that we have? And you know, they don't want to ruffle any feathers. Well, to me, that's ruffling a lot of people. That's why I say you have to be better. Or even the segment with and I, my, Miz and Morrison, they make everything funny. They make everything great. But how do, are you? I do not take any of this serious between Braun Strowman, Miz, and Morrison. And guess what? Why should you? Because they have them putting like Alka-Seltzer in his protein drink or going to slime him. And I understand Miz and Morrison could get away with those. uh, And also Miz has got a show coming out now where he's going to be doing that, that type of thing. And I can see them integrate. But I didn't even feel like it was a commercial ad for his show. Correct. It's like, not heat. It's not heat. It's like if you're going to do something, um, you do that in the backstage, which most of it was backstage stuff, but it, it didn't have really any effect on the show except for me going, wow, that was childish. Like it, it didn't come across as anything dangerous, tough. Um, what kind of heat? Is that, you know, and the payoff is Braun turning another vehicle over. Like this is the, what, the third or fourth time he's turned a vehicle over? And it didn't even look, it wasn't like, I could see if it was a Miz's van or like you said, they're not going to promote the one show because it's on a different network. But if you're, uh, if you're doing something like that, or if you're going to fight, how uh, they're not going to win the title it, or they're not any threat because it's going to be like two kids fighting this giant guy. And if that's their role, cool. But you have to heat that up before that. You have a guy who's, his whole thing is his hands. You have two guys. He could put his hands on one guy. The other guy clips him from behind and break one of those hands. And now say, okay, what are you going to do? And put that giant man in a situation where, oh, crap. Behind he's, only, he's going into that match with one hand. And he still overcomes all adversity. That's why I say you have to be better on creative because of like, again, you have stories, you have shows like this where we're going to break this down. We have also something called wrestling fans. And though they're not there in the audience, we, we want more. We want further storylines. You and I are off air talking about something about Andre, the giant and you. And, uh, I just did a whole show about dusty roads. It's these personal connections. I remember when Andre, the giant got beat down by big John stud and King Kong Bundy. And I thought they broke his sternum. I don't know what the hell was going on with that gross bump in his chest. That one time was going on, but I thought for something was happening for real to the eighth wonder of the world, the biggest man in wrestling. Yeah, and and man, being a fan of Andre, uh, I was I was that kid that man. I cried if you if you heard Andre, I would break down in tears. 
I don't feel that with Brian. Like make if make these guys do stuff to Brian that gives the reason for him to come back and kick their ass. Like what what part of last night's show made you say, I want to see Brian whoop them? Like really beat them. How about you play a joke on Brian? And maybe he slips down in the process. It's one of those all on the floor things. And now that he's down, they jump out of the truck and they run and they start beating him. And Bron has to get looked at by the medical staff. And now he's like, man, we got to get out of here. And, and they get out of there. And then you tease that. You leave that for next week. Or, or you leave that for the next show that they're all going to be on. And you have Bron say, hey, I don't know if I'm going to be able to compete. But I, I, I want to get my hands on him. And then you I keep, now, now that he's injured, it gives them something to attack to put him at a deficit. Absolutely. It's, that's, that's more critical thinking. You know, I, I get uh, the, you trash my car, a nice grand national like that. I get that. But then he even got his payoff by flipping their van, which really isn't their van. Uh, so, I mean, even that angle was wrapped up right there. There's no heat. And I understand he's going to get them, but he kind of already did. And there's so many different ways to go about it, even with the, the hit and run. And trust me, because I've done it. I've been hit by a car. No one saw it on television, but uh, we've done car angles in wrestling. I saw Jerry Lawler get hit by a car by Eddie Gilbert. Look it up. He tore his quad. He got run over. You can do stuff like that. And if you also, by the way, I'm talking to someone who, and I'll tell a quick little story, we just got off a flight from the U.S. to like England and then England to Italy. And it was the first time I ever saw that three wheeled car and it was parked and we're all tired. We've been traveling like hours upon hours and we're all looking at, wow, it's the first time we saw a three wheeled car. And Mark Henry goes over and with one hand picks up this car pulls it out of the space with one hand and walks it out, drops it. The alarm's going off and he goes, that's not a car. <laughs> we all like, oh my God, he picked up a car. So that's a great feat of strength that I witnessed right there. And you're also talking to somebody who has done those strongman stunts without any gimmicks, without, uh, he did them for real. If he's trying to flip over that car, he flips over that car, he's excited or he's blown up and then get his ass jumped. Because you know what it, the physical toll it takes on you to do that stuff. Yeah, you can't retaliate after you've been, you know, exerted that much energy. Like, tell those stories. It, it just seems like we're, we're, we're dumbing it down rather than, you know, making it what people already think is some lowbrow. That was kind of lowbrow entertainment. Absolutely. And then I want to see on the Tuesday, smart stuff. If you're going to go on Tuesday and have a show... Uh, to talk about it, or if you're going to have a show uh, after Raw and talk about it, or or you're going to have, uh, I don't care about this show. This show is an affiliate with WWE in the sense of we could talk whatever you want. Don't have the 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 people who work for your company talk about angles or how they liked it or didn't like it because then that messes up with storylines. I know me personally when I see a uh, a husband and wife who are are together as a couple in real life, but they're not on television. That that gets me angry on social media 
Because I think always business, business, business. Like right. Zelina yeah. Vega being married to Alistair Black, and then I see them on television against each other. And I'm the biggest fans of both of them, but I don't want to see that. If it's me, I'm never tweeting that I'm with that person, but I understand it's a different world. So as writers, you have to be better. That's all I'm trying to say. Well, I'll tell you, Tommy, like you, you, bring, you bring up really, really good points. Uh, hopefully, we can see down the road Miz and Morrison do more with what's going on with Braun Strowman. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. I see Drake Maverick as a guy that has overachieved and I don't see him being the NXT champion anytime soon. But what I do see him being using the fact that he has an emotional tie to the fan base and saying, guys, I realized something during this time that I feel like I love this business so much that I want to help elevate this business and I think I could do a better job of that uh, if I help the talent of the future and who that guy is going to be I don't know but I love our girl I'd love to manage somebody or you know work in producing and helping with the business and 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 go that route and if he chooses to be a manager Imagine Drake Maverick managing somebody, trying to get him over to be one of the top wrestlers in the world, and that that baby face that he's working with is down and on the cell. And, and the guy looks over at Drake Maverick, and he leaves the ring and goes after Drake Maverick, runs him, throws him into the wall, runs him into the apron, to the post or something to that effect. and when, when that happens, the sympathy that he'll get. So when that baby face comes up and he goes to defend Drake and he throws that heel back into the ring and he helps Drake Maverick up and Drake is beckoning him to go back, go, go, go back and win. You know, like it's, it's like win, winning for us rock, <laughs> for lack of a better term. And, and that guy is able to turn it up and rise to the occasion with some ups and downs and become a major player. And Drake Maverick helped create that. It would be more impactful for that to happen than him winning the title. So uh, I just hope that they do the right thing with him and make the emotional story mean something. Use the fact that he has an emotional investment with the fans. Uh, I like that. I like it, especially if he said, you know what? I lost. And as a man of my word, I said I was going to win it all. And I didn't. And uh, I don't deserve to be a wrestler. And then he went that manager, right? 
route, I think that would uh, have a lot of Very legs. Good. I also like it as him coming out there and saying, I got this opportunity and I have an ironclad contract now. I, I can't lose my job. I'm going to work so much harder to become the champion, whoever that champion is. He, he's now the ultimate underdog. And when the time is right, because he has that ironclad contract, he turns heel on somebody. If he screws over uh, somebody or even somebody who's in that same spot uh, as him, because he's a great heel manager. Uh, I've, I've worked with him as a heel manager, and he's, a heel, he was, he's somebody who knows how to get heat. And I agree, like, at times there was a size differential. But the best part about what Drake Maverick has done, you know, if you think about it, the, the WWE Cruiserweight title meant something more so than it's meant in a long, long time. It main evented NXT and had everybody talking about it. And they have been the bastard brand for quite some time. And this real-life storyline really uh, brought it back into the main fold. And it should be because the cruiserweights tear it up every single night. And uh, something like that, and, and Phantasma can go, man. He's he's a really good representation for that brand, and I hope it uh, continues on that path for the cruiserweight title because all the the guys deserve it. You know that to me is the forgotten title of WWE, and they go out there and are so innovative and work so so hard. And Drake Maverick really brought that title to the forefront. And if he went in there did all the things that I described and then turned on somebody or turned on Phantasma, ripped his mask off, you know, destroyed the, the, the heritage or the lineage of the mask. He's going to be a heater, but he, I agree that he, you know, could also be that with having a heater with someone alongside. Imagine him with a killer cross who also has Scarlet, but you know, like WWE won't do a lot where they'll put their hands on a woman. But man, if you had him in that like Jimmy Hart role, the guy could have a job there forever. And and let me tell you, he is an asset in anything that he does. Yeah, I think that regardless of which way that you go, uh, you, you having that emotional investment in him, it, it makes you want to watch. And and that's that's ultimately what we want to do. You want to put asses in seats. I mean, right now there's nobody in, but as you know. Uh, a lot of places are opening up, and just now here in Texas, uh, they announced that uh, phase three is in effect, and you can soon you'll be allowed to get fifty percent of people in stadiums in Texas. So um, here at the University of Texas, the stadium holds one hundred and seven thousand people. You get 50,000 people in that arena, it's going to be rocking. You know, you look at the same thing with the, with the Cowboys Stadium. You know, they, they hold almost 100,000 people, 90,000. 90, Man, and you can get, you know, 40-plus thousand people in there. That's, that's going to be good enough. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to make for some interesting times. And when we talk about interesting times, too, I know I want to hear from Drake Maverick and why we both picked NXT for the show of the week is because of how it got over TakeOver, which is tomorrow, 
and it's a loaded stack show. I love the whole in your house theme. And uh, I guess all the men and women's hard work has really got me to pay off to want to see this show. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.